Yo, I'm Chad. And this is Eric. And together we are... Jumpman. That's right. Followed by a... (laughs) The Force Awakens, bitch. Yeah, the late Claymore is upon us. Dude. You know know that something's wrong with, with our souls as the great nation of the internet. When people bitch about something fucking awesome... Like mm. a late Claymore. We did not complain one iota, nor will we on this podcast Never. about the Force Awakens teaser. That was freaking awesome. Mm-hmm. And we watched it five or six times, and I just still keep thinking about it. That yeah, was what we wanted. That's what we needed. Yep. So good. There's, there's nothing about it that made me feel like, ah, oh, guys, come on. Everything about it was like, all right, that was either good or great. Every inch of me is boner fied yep. for Star Wars, man. <laughs> I mean, let's just do boner like a fed. yeah, boner fed. Yeah. <laughs> let's just do like a quick run through of the thing. Okay. So, starts off Tatooine and you hear that voice like there has been an awakening right in my pants. <laughs> so, immediately people were saying that it was Andy Serkis. Right. I mean, that's what people say. Okay. And who, then who and then, and then you you said um, I, th- I think somebody posted an, an, an article on Facebook, which I don't even have to read it because they posted an article on Facebook, so it must be true. Yeah. That's Andy Circus. Although, like, like I said, there was that old dude, too, that might be in it. But yeah. So anyways, there's been an awakening. And, of course, as soon as he says there's been an awakening in the Force, they cut to the Stormtrooper guy. Right. The actor from Attack from the Block. Attack the Block. Oh, really? And, That's him? Yeah. Moses? But yeah, the lead guy. Okay, cool. So, of course, when you hear there's been an awakening, and then you see him flipping out without his stormtrooper helmet on, you're like, did the Force just awaken in him? Yes. Yes. Hope so. (laughs) Which would be awesome in a stormtrooper and stuff. He's already been chased around when he was a little kid by evil monsters. That's right. He's ready. And he had a sword. So that was cool. I mean, I can't... To me, this is unimaginable. They spent five seconds... Five seconds... On stormtroopers, and they look so effing cool. Yeah, and gave more to stormtroopers than any other movies ever done. Yep, all they've ever been is like cannon fodder. Mm-hmm. But then just seeing them looking badass, waiting to in the drop ship, you're just like, oh, this is what it feels like <laughs> to be a stormtrooper. Yep, <laughs> so cool. They looked awesome. Yeah, and just seeing like the charge meter and the pistol. Yeah, like, oh. that's right. Set your blasters to kill. Oh my god, that was so. Awesome. Who knows where the dropship was? Who knows? But you know what? Even just that shot, the way that it did it, kind of like, you know, realistically with that lighting, mm-hmm. you know, it's like, you know, like that's that's all you need to show. The visual language of cinema is strong with them. By the way, Stormtrooper helmet redesign, awesome. Everything about that, yes. Like Clone Trooper redesign helmet, stupid. Yes. New Star Wars clone uh, Stormtrooper helmet redesign, awesome. Everything about like the quick little looks at things made me feel like, wow, actually setting it 30 years in the future is the best fucking idea they've, they've ever had. Yeah, that was awesome. Because you can change things and get away with it because it's the future. So you can correct mistakes mm-hmm. and you can leave some shit in the past where yep. it belongs. Oh, yeah. So then they show the, uh, the droid. Mm-hmm. And I don't care. Yep. Who cares? It's a droid. I mean, is there to sell toys? Exactly. That there's four second clip in there that's going to appeal to the little kids. Yes. So stop bitching about the droid. Who cares? So they show um, maybe the female protagonist, Daisy Ridley. I mean, she looks straight up 
you know, Kira Knightley, um, Princess Leia, every mm-hmm. strong pe- strong female protagonist that's been in the Star Wars universe. I'm like, that's her. That's yep. her. Clearly. The, the important thing is she did not look lame. Yes. So, I mean, she just jumped on her giant <laughs> hovered rectangle and yeah. took off. <laughs> Though someone <laughs> someone pointed out, because this is what people do, they take screen captures and stuff. Yes. In the beginning, there's this long metal rod that's going across like the top of the rectangle, mm-hmm. and they highlight a certain part of it that looks like it could be a lightsaber. Hmm. But then in the next frame, which she's taking off, there's no metal rod at all. So they may have found it, found it a continuity error right off the uh, bat. Maybe. I don't know. Excuse me. Excuse me. In episode 33, <laughs> part two, uh, he played a xylophone and two yeah. of the things had the same note. Or they could have just showed her one getting on and one getting off or something. It doesn't have to be continuity just because they cut it together. But anyways, <laughs> flying rectangle. So that was cool. Hover that, rectangle. I can't, oh my God. See, I did not watch it to pick it apart like that. No, me neither. That's just crazy, man. Yeah, but it's but, a teaser. I know. You watch it once, you get pumped, and then you wrote Eric is awesome on the calendar. What? I did. <laughs> I put it on the twenty eighth of every month. It took. We're we're at, we're at, this is Thanksgiving. We're at our parents' house. Oh yes. So yeah, I wrote Eric is awesome on the twentieth of every month of the calendar. It may, took them took them months to uh, catch on. I figured that out. Wow, there yep. it is. Eric is awesome December <laughs> two. Wow, okay. Yeah, that's what I do. I leave <laughs> Easter eggs, usually in toilets. Squirt them out. Um, so then, uh, here's the part that I was the most excited about. About again with the X-wing fighters. Oh, that's right. They looked pretty much like the old ones. Mm-hmm. We see a guy in the cockpit, and he's one of the main actors that was cast in the movie. I forget his name. Okay. Sorry. <laughs> <laughs> but they, they cut to him, and then they show the X-Wings just skimming over the water. Yep. So awesome! So awesome! Right? They got, they got somebody to make Star Wars look cool. Oh, man. I mean, that looked awesome. And I'm pumped, because I'm hoping that that... That is another main character. Hopefully, he doesn't have the force, but hopefully, he is a major player. If they just have a star pilot that is a major character, mm-hmm. that'd be awesome. Like if Biggs was had a bigger role in the original ones. I mean, I was telling you before, Star Wars got away from the stars. Yep. You know, the first movie had the the Death Star fight, which is incredible. Yeah. And then the second one, they attacked Hoth. You know, they started in space, and then they chased the Millennium Falcon through the asteroid field. Right. Third one, fighting Death Star again. Prequels. Barely any space battles. Mm. You just, I mean, really. And then the only space battle they had was Revenge of the Sith. And they just showed a big panoramic view for a second. And then they just cut to cockpit cameras right. of buzz droids. Ha ha ha. Anakin, you have some buzz droids on your cockpit. Oh, I know. And that was <laughs> Buy it. Buy buzz droids. Yeah. So the prequels got away from star, <laughs> from star fights. So I'm just hoping just from this five second glimpse of the X-Wings and the guy in it. I was like, please let him be a main character and let there be freaking star battles. Please, space fights galore. Yeah. So someone has someone on the internet has also kind of pointed out that okay, everybody, all right. So people loved the teaser trailer to episode one, and they loved the teaser tra- trailer to Star Trek, but then they went to the theaters and they were massively disappointed. Mm. Yeah. So, yeah. I mean, like the Gungans when we had no idea what the Gungans were, the first shot of them walking yeah. through the fog. Out of the fog. Yeah. We were like, what the fuck is that? That looks really cool. Although we did see Darth Maul in the teaser, and we're like, that was amazing, and he did live up to the hype. That's very true. So, But this is only the teaser trailer. Yeah. Once we get the trailer with actual talking in it, then we'll know. Yeah, we'll Th- know Then sure. we can judge, yeah. But I mean, 
I mean, it looks like the greatest hits without actually revealing anything. Yeah, they didn't show any of the old people. Nope. Um, but I mean, geez, seeing the Millennium Falcon dodging Tie Fighters, oh, so cool. And and you know what? That's gonna look fucking awesome in theaters. Like yeah. that one shot where they like twisting the camera upside down. Mm-hmm. You know, as the Millennium Falcon, which looks like a piece of shit. Mm-hmm. <laughs> I mean, it's the future, and it looks like an antique. But it's which, great because it is. I'm sure it's intended. Yeah. I mean, that was awesome. And then you hear more of the 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 villain's <laughs> voice saying, Clearly. There's a dark and a light side of my ass. <laughs> well, I can almost get the vibrato part. Ass. Oh, very can you good. hear it going? Oh, yeah. That's how it sounded like. There is a dark and a light <laughs> side of my ass. Wait, wait, wait. Say, say family. Family. Oh, Vin Diesel. Vin Diesel. Let me plug my nose. Family. It's Groot. It's totally Groot. I am Groot. (laughs) Well, anyways, and you pointed out they didn't say Jedi or Sith. They just said dark and light. And I was like, thank God for that. Yes, please. Please let us forget that the words Jedi and or Sith, but like, please let's just get away from ever calling anything Sith. Please, can we just say yeah. Force is a light and darkness? Because that's what the Force is supposed to be, man. Right. And if there was an awakening, they weren't born and how to be a Jedi or anything. It sounds to me like a bunch of people are like, "Shit, I got the Force now." Yep. Just like Fucking I have airbending powers. It. Yeah, Fucking airbending powers. It. Yep, Cora, man, that was a great idea. Thank you very much. Pluck, and we'll use that. So hopefully that's it. And now here's the thing: we see a dude in black. Right. We're assuming he's Sith. A little well, bit of a limp, would you say? Or is he just walking on rough terrain? I don't know. But, like, if it matches up to the dude with the voice, like, clearly there's some robo-filters slapped on the voice. Yeah. Well, keep in mind also that Adam Driver was cast, and we did not see him in it. Mm. He was the younger guy. He's on the HBO show Girls. Okay. But he was rumored to be a bad guy. We didn't see him. So maybe that... And he was a tall, skinny dude. Mm. So maybe that's him. And you know, the, the first time I thought he was limping, the second time I'm like, all right, just kind of stomping... Yeah. Stomping through the jungle, and then he's like, check this out, bras. Yeah, <laughs> look at my lightsaber. <laughs> so, I loved it. You see the lightsaber, then you see, like, uh, lightsaber hilt stick out both sides. Mm-hmm. I mean, that's cool. I like innovation. Why not? Yeah, Why man. the hell not? People are butthurt about it, because they don't understand it. And I think people are generally cynical, but... I the. Uh, I just saw it and I was like, that is fucking awesome. Yeah, man. Look at that. It's a Claymore. Like, we talked about it too. We, we were saying that we, we thought it'd be cooler if Light and Dark Side, like, built their own lightsabers and their own costumes and, and, and there wasn't a club. So what if this guy designed it and he just fucking designed it that way? No one says you gotta make the same damn one for years. That's what people do. I mean, that's what human beings do. You go, I yeah. mean, if you go online and see what people are up to, like, in their... Their, their basements, mm-hmm. you know, like people are always making cool crap yeah. and cons and other like festivals, Jedi temples, yeah. where they get together and be like, "Hey guys, look at this! Yeah. I built this over sixty months." Yeah, look at this mod. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Look at this yeah. lightsaber mod. Yeah, I got the designs. I downloaded the blueprints online yeah. on these data disks. Now here's the thing. Think about this. Now I noticed in the lightsaber that it wasn't. Is solid of a beam as mm. we always see. Mm-hmm. Like the 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 blade was more flame esque. Yes, it was very ragged, jagged. Other things that sound like agged, ha- haggard. Yeah. So, um, what if this is what if it's an old school mm. lightsaber? Oh, okay. Maybe this is an older one. 
Like we've seen the refined technique. What is this an old? Maybe this dude's been on an old Sith planet for a long time or a dark side planet. You know, maybe this is the old school way of doing it. Maybe. Well, you know, his garb and the sword together made me think like medieval Europe. Mm -hmm. You know, the Jedi have always been like katanas, Japanese influence. Mm -hmm. Maybe we're going to see the medieval period mm -hmm. of the, uh, you know, like the yeah. force. Maybe, yeah, like maybe you said, like we were talking before, just this, some dudes have had the dark side on this planet. They haven't mm -hmm. ever gone off planet. They did their shit their own way. Weren't influenced by anybody. Yeah. I, re I really hope that's the case. You know, it's like, all right, let's get rid of the Japanese style mm -hmm. of presenting these people as ninjas and or monks, warrior yeah. monks. And let's say just, let's just say they're knights. You know, whatever happened to Jedi knights, dude. Knights are just a bunch of people that you have at your castle that beat the shit out of other people. Yeah. You know, that's it. And I'm sick of the force rules. Yeah. They're like, oh, don't use your lightsaber to cut down a flower. Because that leads to the dark side mm -hmm. via 17 variations. You know? <laughs> you know, like, the, don't get married. All right. Have you seen what happens to priests when they don't get married? Right. Exactly. So, <laughs> do you see what Anakin ha I mean, what happened to Anakin? You told him mm, not to masturbate when he yeah. was a teenager. If you think about it, the Jedi <laughs> are not allowed to marry, and that's why they start taking younglings from families. Mm. Mm. Come to my temple. Uh -huh. Come to my temple. Oh my god. Oh my god. So Anakin was like for some lightsaber training. Anakin was like, "I'm saving you from a life of molestation, kids." Yep. I'm and, I'm the real hero. And that's why the Jedi the Jedi pervs didn't want him. They're like, Anakin's too old. He does not turn us on. Yo, especially the one dude with the penis head, the gigantic weird yeah. head. Like he's the head rapist. I'm doing I'm doing air quotes. Anakin is too old for the trials. Oh no. <laughs> he's, he's too old for the campouts. Oh no. <laughs> on Yavin 4. Oh my god. I sense much fear in you. Fear yes. that fear of penetration. Yeah. Oh, man. I'd rather sense my penis in you. Know? Damn. Maybe that's why there's only two Sith, only also two. Yes. To make sure they're just legit. Like one gives, perps. one receives. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> oh, there you, is I'm a... I'm going to call you Darth and then something dark. There are only two Sith, a pitcher and a catcher. <laughs> yeah, right, right. So Darth Sidious is like, all right, I'll save your wife, Padme, but first you have to totally suck my dick. I mean, think what? about it. Think about this, too. How many kick-ass female Jedi or uh, female Sith have we seen? Zero. Zero. It is a perverted man's game. Yep. That's it. So we killed them. So we killed them all off, right? Yep. Darth Vader brought balance to the Force, killed off all the Jedi. His son was the last Jedi, mm -hmm. with Princess Leia maybe having Force powers. Right. And then he died, and Darth Sidious died. So there's only Luke and maybe Leia left. Right. And if Luke just shuts up. And everybody could just, then everybody could just figure out their new traditions and forget about midichlorians. And that's what we're thinking might have happened. Yeah. Luke, Luke went, went away for 10 years or whatever. Thank goodness for that. So, I was pumped, dude. I mean, that trailer was awesome. Mm. There was nothing where I was like, what? Yeah. Like, I just thought it was so awesome. Bring on the preview. Maybe next month were they talking about it? I hope so. It's still ridiculously early. A full year. Like we're watching this teaser 13 months before the movie comes out. Man. <laughs> well, I expect I expect people to be camping out with the fervor of episode one campouts. Man, that looks so good. Mm. First, I mean, I was going to pretty much like it no matter what because it's just so awesome to see new Star Wars. Yeah. But then just seeing what they showed us, I was just so on board. Great. I was so pumped, dude. That looked fantastic. Well, good on you, J.J. Abrams. 
yeah, dude. And there was only one lens flare the whole time. And it was on the Millennium Falcon, and it was just because it was a really bright day on that planet. So it's not even a lens Who's, flare. Wait, it's just a sun glint. Who, who played Scotty in Star Trek? The, the original one. Scotty? No, the new oh, one. Um, the guy from Shaun of the Dead. Yeah, in space, etc. Yeah. Um, that guy. Fuck, I'm so bad with... I can always tell you what something is until you specifically ask me, and then, oh, I, then I lose no, it. We'll, we'll figure it out. Yeah. Anyway, he, he had this great interview where he was like... He was like J.J. Abrams is so amazing that the only thing people can ever criticize him for is the fucking lens flares in Star Trek. Yeah. Like, nobody ever says, like, he's a shitty director because of anything besides lens flares. Mm-hmm. That's you know? true. Anyway. So I'm pumped. Yeah, dude. So, um, we had another core episode, but we'll save that for the end of this podcast in case, dear listeners, you are... Watching them after you listen to us. That's right. We got to talk about Thanksgiving. So every every year our family gets together. Thanksgiving, we we go back to the snow infested wastelands of Western New York. But get this, Mother Nature decided to wave her magic wand at us because uh, Buffalo was buried in snow until we got here. Well, I mean, there was a couple foot of snow on the first two days. Like, I snowed when I was the first day here, and then a little mm-hmm. bit of Thanksgiving. But then, by now, it's melted. Like, literally, the day before we got up here, because we came up here a little earlier than you, mm-hmm. there was a ton of snow, and then there was a 60-degree day, and it rained, mm-hmm. and most of the snow washed away. Ugh. So, yeah, everyone's back, and we decided to have a new tradition to decide who was going to clean all the dirty dishes on Thanksgiving. So, we had a Pilgrims versus the Indians competition. And we split our family half as pilgrims and half as Indians, and we had a series a series of four games a to determine who would have to win. Games. Yeah, me and Chad were actually on the same team. The first one was Capture Flag in the Woods, where our father hid uh, seven, seven, 14 flags, seven of two different kinds of colors, in the woods, and we had to go track them down. And Chad tracked them all down by himself. Well, it was basically like... <laughs> all right, so we, so we had me and Eric, right... Uh, Power, like the mega powers. Mm-hmm. Then we also had uh, our sister Leah and my wife Z, mm-hmm. and and so I was like, all right, all right, you two go your own pace. Me and Eric, we're gonna scout ahead. Mm-hmm. And because the whole time, because our brother Jared, who is nefarious at times, yeah, was on the other team, and I was like, he's just gonna go out there, find ours, and fucking like take them. Yep. So with that in mind, I sprinted. I was like, I followed Dad's tracks in the snow, trying to find. Like, as many as quickly as possible, mm-hmm. just just to make sure that our brother didn't find him first. And you did. You found him first, got back to the house, and we took the first competition. We were, we were back in, in like, let's say 40 minutes. Mm-hmm. The other team, when I told him, I was like, yeah, we got, we got six, boom, done. They decided to stay out and beat us and try and get seven. Because it was like, you had to get six to win, but if you got seven, you got a bonus point. Mm-hmm. So they stayed out for a long time until the, after it got dark. Yeah. Trying to find them in the dark. Stupid. Stupid other team. So the next competition was based on the MTV show Snack Off, where you take whatever ingredients you can find, including leftovers from the kitchen, and turn it into a delicious dish. We split up into two groups. Unfortunately... Uh, our brother-in-law on the other team, Seth, he's like a professional chef. Oh, God. He, he can just do anything. He's amazing. And our dad was a judging loves chocolate, so we knew we had to make a chocolate item. So on their side, they made like this amazing chocolate, double chocolate pie. And they put like a strawberry and whipped cream and like it, it looked in uh, chocolate sauce and it made it look like a, a dessert from a restaurant. 
He basically he drizzled he the way he drizzled that chocolate sauce on top for the finishing touch. I was like, oh fuck. Yeah, it's like he wrote the word "sex" in cursive <laughs> <laughs> in chocolate. Yeah. But we had a secret weapon too. We made an ice cream sandwich, but instead of graham crackers on each side, we had motherfucking brownies. Yeah, brownie ice cream sandwich. Look it up. Yeah, we are the best. It was great, and we packed in Z packed in little like she made this like this chocolate mixture of like. Like uh, nuts and pretzels and chocolate, etc. And we packed that shit on the sides. It was like this. It it was literally gonna kill you. Yeah. Don't ever buy an ice cream sandwich at the store again. Never. Take brownies and put ice cream in the middle of it. Yep. Boom. We just solved the world. Yep. I took that. I took that box of ice cream and I cut it up. Cha cha. I just sawed it right down with the knife. To make a slab of ice cream to go inside our brownie. It was so fucking cool. The other team looked at him and they were like, oh, fuck. Yeah. So I, I'd say we were pretty evenly matched. Well, we lost. Sadly, his looked better than ours. Yeah, his did look better. Ours looked like, I don't know. Well, you know, it looked raw. Yeah. You know, it didn't look like a restaurant item unless you're at like a really awesome restaurant. So then the third, <laughs> uh, the third competition was Nintendo Land, the uh, chase game. What's it right, called? Mario Chase. Mario Chase. And each person on the team had to be the person being chased, and the four people on the other team had to chase them down. And you got a point for every time someone completed the chase without getting tagged. And by this point, like, we... Oh, oh my God. We played uh, we played Nintendo Land all the goddamn time because, because of two games, Mario Chase and Animal Crossing Sweet Day. Yep. They're the greatest games on the system. Like, like they're right up there with Mario Kart 8. And, and Hyrule Warriors in terms of, like, how fucking awesome and just the replayability. Mm-hmm. We played we play thousands of hours on, on, on Sweet Day. It's yep. just incredible. So we're pretty all, like, we're masters at the hide-and-seek. Yeah. So everybody was just dropping like flies. Like, it's very hard to get away. Because one of us would uh, goes at the top of the maze and just serves as a scout and just shouts out the position of where they find... The person who's it, and so it's hard to hide when someone's telling you where to go find the other people. Yeah, and we all we're all pretty good at teamwork. So everybody's calling out like if they see uh, the the Mario person running away, they'll call it where they are and where they're running to. So mm-hmm. everybody's like, it's just like this amazing team effort, and so every single person got caught, except me. Dun, dun, dun. Yeah, bitches! It was amazingly close, though. Jared Boom. put on his, like, raccoon tail, and he was just following you like a moth to yeah, a flame. but he didn't catch me. Nope. And then when he, he was running, I dove and tagged him with two seconds left. It was incredible. So the Indians came out on top in that challenge. Yeah, we had the lead going into the final game, which was basically beer pong. <laughs> Except you had to bounce over your cups to land into their cups which means you had a chance to accidentally land in your own and um me and you went made it into the past the elimination round on our mm-hmm. team yep and uh and the other and two people on the other team made it and then i advanced to the finals you dropped in the semifinals so i i dropped to seth who uh who was the amazing pastry chef yep. he bas- he's basically like a jack of all trades yep yeah dude so, and then I lost to him in the finals. Right, but, but since we were up a point because you won at Mario Chase, right, uh, we basically had to settle it with another round of, yes. of that same exact game. And it's first to five, and I lost five to four after accidentally scoring on my own cup once. Man, it was tight. Son though. of a bitch! Yeah, so we we uh, 
we won the honor of of cleaning up after Thanksgiving, which is fucking huge, because we we served eleven people and three kids, and we're all pigs. Yeah. <laughs> so there was so. a shit ton of everything left out. Just picture like when all the dwarfs go to Bilbo Baggins' house in The Hobbit. Mm. That's basically what it looked like, except we were normal sized people, so we ate more. I was I was thinking Wart and the Sword in the Stone. Ah. When they're like, what? Clean up the fucking dishes, you bastard. Yeah. You don't have a mom or dad, so clean these dishes. <laughs> they're your parents yeah, now. that's orphan's job. Your parents are this brush and that soap. <laughs> yeah. Spend some quality time with them. <laughs> so, yeah. But Thanksgiving's always fun. We had a good time. We went to the Buffalo Bills football game today. Fuck yeah. Let's go, Buffalo. Yeah. Took a little party van. Yeah, you know, we used to go in this pimped-out Greyhound bus, but apparently the Greyhound bus had a lot of problems. Yeah. It was great, but, you know, but, uh, so so that's gone, and now we have a little ambulette. Yeah. The ambulette will take us there and put a lot of shit in the back. And I figured out the perfect equation for drinking alcohol at a football game. Really? So you get there at a pregame four hours early. You drink as much beer as possible. <laughs> yes, oh well, yeah. As much as you can. But you don't you don't piss. You just keep drinking and drinking and drinking and drinking. Then half an hour before you're going to go into the stadium, you piss as much as possible. Oh. I pissed four times in half an hour before we left. Wow. Just drain it all out. And then, and then as soon as you get into the game, you piss one last time and you're good to go. You don't have to pee anymore. And you drank so much beer, you don't have to spend your money in to buy beer at the football game. Mm. See, I Boom. thought you, I thought you were gonna like piss into a piss into like a can. Maybe like there's beer in there and drink it again. <laughs> nope. You just slightly slam, alcoholic pee. You just slam as many beers as you can, then piss all real fast in half an hour. Mm. Go one last time in the stadium, and then you don't have. Then you can be drunk during the game and don't have to buy any more high priced watered down beer. See, uh, so I was up with uh, everybody ex- uh, except for you and Dad. Yep, we were all in there together, and during the game, any time like dance music would play, which was a lot. Our, our brother Jared would get up and start dancing, and he'd be like, "Yeah, yeah, Chad, Chad, come on!" And he would like do these like sexy, sexy dance moves <laughs> at me. I like beckoning that you used the, me. For the record, Chad used the, used the word "sexy" twice describing his brother's dance moves. Yeah, dude, twice. So, <laughs> so and of course, I'm like, all right, I'm like, all right, I'm down. The Bills are winning. I'm having a good time. All mm-hmm. right, cool. I'm dancing too. I mean, he did it way too many times. After a while, I was just like hiding behind our, our mountain of a sister. Like, oh, God. <laughs> I was just like, I was like uh, maybe I'm just going to hide over For here. For the record, Jer- Chad just described our sister as a mountain. Yes. <laughs> the mountain. Evil. <laughs> I didn't say it. Yeah. Saruman is trying to bring down the mountain. You were, what you meant to say is you're hiding behind a flagpole of your sister. Oh, sure. <laughs> yeah, with a massive flag on top. <laughs> oh, wait, the flag oh. is at half-mast. For yeah. So, no, um, so, so anyway, so at the end of the game, I realized he had spiked his own Pepsi getting into the game with yes, liquor. Of course. And he was wasted. Of course. And I was like, wait a second, I was dancing totally sober. <laughs> yes, well, that was your mistake. Well, I was like, wait, does this give me like extra points? And the Buffalo football bills crushed the Cleveland shits. That was awesome. So that's a good game to go to. I was at, I was having flashback. You know, even though they took back that touchdown when we sacked the shit out of their quarterback number mm, two. Johnny football. Yep. And scored a touchdown, I was like, oh my God, it's like like having flashbacks to the Bills Cowboys Super Bowl, yeah. where Jim Kelly's like, "Have this football and score!" Ah! <laughs> and gave it to him. Ah, so it's been awesome. So let's talk about Cora. 
So, spoiler alert. Yeah, so we're going to spoil the shit out of Korra. We, wa- we watch Korra when it comes out on motherfucking Fridays. That's right, because yeah. why would you wait? Fire Nation Fridays. Yeah. So, finally, Korra... What, what is it, episode 8, 9 now? I think it's 9. So, finally, episode 9, she finally... Gets her groove <laughs> back. Let's hope. Gets her groove back. She's like, every time I try to whoop ass... I remember the time where I got my ass kicked. So I'm going to go confront my killer. Yeah, she has, a, she has a total loser block. Yes. What a loser. Yep. I can't fight anymore because I, I lost a fight earlier, which she didn't even lose. I mean, it was a fucked up situation. Every, every, time, it, every time she's like, oh, fuck, no, maybe I can't fight anymore. I'm like, I feel for you, man, because... That was fucking crazy what happened to you at the end of book three. Well, the problem with Korra is she's just never had a coach. True. Because if you get a bad beat by another team, the coach is going to mentally help you and help you rally. And she's never had a coach. She always had shitty coaches. Yeah. They don't know anything about coaching. She's had a, such a terrible support system. True. So she's not the worst avatar. She's just surrounded by idiots. Yeah, big time. But fucking Tenzin is like, Korra, I'm going to give you some shitty advice. And yeah. later I'll say I was wrong. But it's okay. Yeah. It's okay. Yeah. It's horrible. I just wish I was a better airbender than my kids. Yeah. But I'm not. And it's one shiny moment, and I'll think about it later. It'll be great. Yeah. <laughs> uh, but I uh, still suck. Yeah. And the other side of my arrow tattoo goes to my butthole. <laughs> <laughs> so, uh, yeah, the only thing he's good for is making kids, basically. Yep. Um, so, she f- she finally... We all we all get to see what the real airbending master is in this, in this world, and the best air, the best avatar coach... That she will ever have. Yep. Motherfucking Zaheer. Yep. She goes to prison. Thank goodness they locked him up instead of chopping his head off. They should, for the amount of uh, work they put into these prisons, they should just execute people. Yeah. But not until zombie bending exists. (laughs) You just raise them out of the, oh, zombie bending. What if bloodbenders could do that? You just like move your hands left and right and then stomp on the ground and all these dead corpses come out of the ground and then you yeah. can animate them. Zombie bending. So two things came out of this episode. One, Zaheer is fucking awesome. I yeah. mean, we knew that before, but he's like, all right, you're afraid of me whenever you uh, you have these flashbacks. Get the fuck over it. Yep. And, and he gives her some great advice. She takes it and she moves past her mental block and it looks like she's finally ready to rumble. Everyone's ready. Yep. Bolin gets back with his girlfriend. He's going to go on the secret mission to save her his girlfriend's family. I'm going to fucking get caught. And, uh, you know, well, everyone gets on the same teams. You've got um, Asame and, uh, or is it Ayame? Ayame. Which one's not the ninja <laughs> from Tenchu? That's, that's, that's Ayame. Oh, yeah. So, so Asame gets back together with, um, what's his face? What? Varric. That's right. So everyone, like, basically we've got four episodes left, and now everyone is just ready to fight. So, so As- Asami and Varric, they're going to work on stopping the nuclear bomb mm-hmm. that they're making out of spirit vines. Yep. Korra is going to whoop some ass and take on Kuvira mm-hmm. again, and she's going to win this time. Yep. And then you got, like, everybody else, including Mako in the crowd of Who Gives a Crap, yep. that are just going to be taking on metal vendors in the background. Yeah, yeah. So we're ready. Four episodes to go. Let's get to it. Yeah. Some cool shit. Yeah, dude. It's, you know, it's shaping up to be well. And uh, whatchamacallit. I'm just stoked for like things finally to happen. You know, book three set the set the standard. Yeah. For amazing. Like, that was just so good. 
Yeah, season four, really nothing has happened other than when Kuvira took over the metal bending capital. It was just unsatisfying that Korra had the job to her. Yeah. I mean, like, we all knew it had to happen, mm -hmm. you know, to make Kuvira look tough. Oh, nice fart. Thank you. Good job. Yeah. <laughs> but, uh, but after it happened, I was like, that is particularly unsatisfying that she went through her, her force training in the swamps with Yoda Toph and came on. She was still fucked up. Yeah. Sadly. I know. Yeah, she definitely needs, uh, if only the Big Brother program had existed, Big Brother, Big Sisters. Right. She could have used the Big Brother or Sister. Right. You were supposed to, like, Cora, like, right from the beginning, they were like, we're going to hide you away, which is the worst idea ever. Yep. And you're just going to take life advice from Tenzin. Yep. Awful. Yeah, from adults that just don't know what they're talking about. So maybe maybe if she, if she this is the legend of Cora, she'll be like, I'm going to open a school for avatars. Yeah. And we're actually going to write shit down. Instead of just relying on, like, past lives. Because mm -hmm. fuck that, that's over. Yep. You know, and she can actually change the system instead of just, like, winging it. Or she should just become the bending pro champion like she was before and just rake in the endorsement money. Mm. That's what I do. I mean, she won the title on her first try. That's true. Go back and defend it. Just win yeah, a ton win. of times. <laughs> I mean, doesn't she have to have a job when there's not wars going on? I mean, technically, she's the Avatar. She could just go into the Avatar's type and be like, Give me a donut. Yeah. Yeah, she could just go to the I'm spirit okay. world. <laughs> oh, that's true. That's true. Just go roam in the spirit world. I wish I could go in the spirit world. You can. Now, do you age? Yeah, your body stays behind, so it just ages, right? Yeah, but you can be in the spirit world forever. That's true. But I think, uh, you know, we, we haven't really watched the original series, but I think mm -hmm. there's, like, rules about oh, okay. staying in the spirit world. Like, you can only stay in the spirit world as, like, a physical form if you have something going on, like a ghost or something. I don't know. I mm. don't know. Well, yeah, yeah. So the second thing to come out of this episode is, is like, um, Korra talks to Rava, and Rava's like, hey, remember those rules about the spirit world where you don't have any powers? Well, guess what? Yeah. We're throwing us out the window, and you're the most powerful when you're in the spirit world. Yeah, yeah. so be spirit all the time. Yeah, dude. Or, like... Go back to where all the, like, wandering souls were in the spirit world and fucking get some of those dudes to get out of there so they can mm, back you up. That's right. Like, the big bad from the first series, we saw him in the spirit world, hanging out in the Dust Bowl. Yeah, a lot of them, are, they're in, like, the that lost and found mist. Yes. Lost and found <laughs> mist. Forever. For eternity. So just get him out of there. You know, mm -hmm. get him to do something. Like, there's going to be a lot of spiritual crap happening. Mother Nature is like, fuck humans, and we're going to put them in pods for, I don't know why, but that's mm -hmm. happening too. Yeah. So I'm excited for the last four. Yeah, dude. I'm excited for more pie. Let's get out of here. All right. So. Thanksgiving pie. Maniacs, thank you very much for listening. We're the Jumpman Podcast. We are coming at you every week for free on jumpmanpodcast.com. You can also check us out on iTunes. Please subscribe and rate us. We like that. Um and uh, RetroWareTV.com we're there every week and Elder-Geek.com and check it out Maniacs if you are in the DC area come this January 23rd to the 25th MAGFest is happening it's the 13th year it's a huge video game convention it's not anime it's not um, like, uh, like geek it's not sci-fi it's just video games, and I am going to be curating 
the film festival happening there. It's the biggest video game film festival in the world ever. It's our third year. It's our biggest year ever, and we got a lot of exclusives. Check out the website, gamesonfilm.com. Sweet. All right. See you guys next week. Bye.